And then Jesus was immediately sent into the wilderness to be tested. And so, listen, you might be in a, we might seem like we're in a wilderness with all that's going on with the coronavirus and the lockdowns and all that. But I'm going to say this. Jesus overcame in the wilderness and we have Jesus on the inside of us and we're going to overcome in this wilderness, too. And guess what's going to happen when we overcome and come through this coronavirus pandemic? We're going to come out. The church is going to come out in the power of the spirit. And I'm telling you, we got the power of the spirit right now. Glory to God. But I'm telling you, we're going to come through in the power of the spirit. So Jesus now now Jesus uh, defeated Satan in the wilderness. How did he do that? By the word of God. And then now Jesus goes to the temple and he goes to the temple in Luke 4, 16 through 19. And he reads this scripture, which this scripture is in Isaiah and it's about his calling. Amen. And see, I'm going to say this to you today. You have a calling. You have a place in the body of Christ. You have a God has a place for you. Amen. And God has a particular job for you to do. Amen. And, th- and we're called to set the captives free. Amen. And so it says here in Luke 4, 16 and 19, it says, So he came, talking about Jesus, to Nazareth when he had been brought up. And as his custom, Jesus' custom was to go to church. Amen. And he went into the synagogue and the sa- on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Somebody say the spirit of the Lord is upon me. You see, Jesus, see, we are the body of Jesus. And if Jesus is anointed, we are anointed. You are anointed. And so Jesus says here, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and the spirit of the Lord is upon the body of Christ because he has anointed me and he has anointed us to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to bring liberty to the captives, to to recover sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable year of. Of the Lord. You know, uh, he only read that part of Isaiah. Why? Because the rest of Isaiah talks about the vengeance of the Lord our God. But see, we're not in the vengeance of the Lord our God right now. We're under the grace of God. Amen. See, this coronavirus is not a judgment coming from God. I believe that. I believe it's the devil that's coming to steal, kill, and to destroy and, and Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. The, the, the coronavirus, the, it's devil inspired. But even though whatever the enemy means for harm, God can turn for good. So whatever the enemy means for evil, God can work good out of evil. And I believe that we're getting closer to God. I believe that this time God is moving us into a position so that we can be that glorious church that he's calling us to be. Amen. And I believe if you're a little nervous out here, maybe you're a Christian. Like, I hope I don't get it. Listen, if you're a Christian, you're walking with God. You're not going to get it. Glory to God. Why? Because you're under divine protection. Glory to God. 
So we must we must uh, believe in the assignment of Jesus and his assignment is to, as it says in John, it says his assignment is to undo the works of evil one. And so Jesus went around healing people and delivering people from demonic spirits. So God is into healing and he's into deliverance. In other words, you know, you may be dealing with a sickness or you may be dealing with a, a chronic uh, uh, problem, uh, a weakness, uh, a, a habit, an ungodly habit. But Jesus came not only to heal the sick, but to deliver us from the power of those things. He is the deliverer. Somebody say, I believe that. I believe that. Amen. So, so we, we must believe the assignment of Jesus. And again, Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. Again, Jesus is not the Jesus of I was. He's a Jesus of I am. Just a reminder. Glory to God. So and so we must believe. Another key is we must believe that God has the power to do miracles. We must believe that. Amen. Uh, you know, uh, Jesus uh actually would say to some of the people that he would pray for, he would say, do you believe that I can heal you? He would say that to some of these people. Do you believe? Do you believe when I uh, pray for you, you'll be healed? Amen. I will say that when people come up for healing in this church, we pray for the sick. And I will say, do you believe God can heal you when I pray for you? And if I get, I don't know, I say, go sit down. Because you better say, I believe. I believe. Why? Because that is a key to unlocking the miracles. Somebody say, I'm a believing believer. So, so Jesus would say, do you believe that I can uh, do this? That I can heal you? And, and they would say, yes. And, and then what Jesus would say, according to your faith, let it be done unto you. According to your faith. According to my faith, I'm protected from the coronavirus. According to your faith, what are you saying? What are you saying? I'm protected. My family's protected. This church is protected. Nobody in our church will come down with a coronavirus. Well, how can you be so sure, Pastor? Because I'm a believer. And you must become a believing believer. I'm not afraid of the big bad wolf. I'm not afraid of some mysterious virus out there. Why? Because I walk in Psalms 91. No plague should come near my dwelling. I walk in Romans 8. What does Romans 8 says? Romans 8 says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. That means I have no condemnation. And then, and then, then, then Paul says, for the law of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. So, so as Christians, we walk in the law of life in Christ Jesus. Yes. Amen. Amen on that. You know, um, there was this man that was raised up to be an evangelist, John G. Lake. And at that time when he was, he was in uh, the uh, African country, he was a missionary. And, uh, and they had the bluponic plague. And, and they had, you know, masks and they were doing everything. But he wasn't wearing a mask. And he wasn't wearing gloves and he was ministering to the sick 
and praying for them. And he, and he was so bold that he took the froth off of a dead person. The, 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 you know, because they would, you know, slobber and all that. He took the slobber off of a dead person. And while he was in a clinic, because he, 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 he loved science, and he said, and he took the froth, which was full of the, of, of the, the plague virus, and he said, now stick it under the microscope and watch the germs die in my hand. And they did that, and the germs died in his hand. Wow. Why? And, and they said, how, how are you able to resist this? He said, I resist this because I believe in Romans 8. I walk in the law of life in Christ Jesus. Amen. Well, he's not being safe. Listen, you, you, yes, I'm not against not, uh, yeah, be safe. Do all that you can do, but still believe. You can be safe. But he was taking it to another level. It wasn't him being foolish. He, he just had faith and belief that the law of life in Christ Jesus is greater than the law of sin and death. So I'm going to say to you today, the law of life in Christ Jesus is greater. Somebody say it's greater. Somebody say grace is greater, is greater than the law. Somebody say I'm under grace. I'm not under the law. Amen. So grace is greater. Amen. Somebody say grace is greater. So we must believe that. You know, I love what it says in Isaiah 44, 6 and 8. It's, and this is talking about God. It says, thus says the Lord. Because sometimes, we, sometimes when you think about God, you, you ever think about this? I wonder if there's another God out there. Or is God the only God? Or maybe is there somebody out there like God? You know, and, you know has, is there another God? And God addresses this issue in Isaiah. And it says this way. And I love this. It says, thus says the Lord, the King of Israel. And his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and the last. Besides me, there is no God. <laughs> Amen. That's powerful. God, God is the self-existent one. And God is all-knowing. And he says, besides me, there's nobody else like me. Amen. Think about that. And he says, besides me, there is no other God. And who can proclaim as I do? Then let him declare it and set it in order for me. In other words, we serve a mighty God and God is all knowing. And God says, I know of nobody like me. Think about that. And we serve the living God. Not only do we serve the living God, nobody like him, but he lives in us. Oh, I could just stop right now and drop the mic. I'm talking about the living God living on the inside of me. I'm talking about the God Almighty. There's no one like God. He's the self-existent one. Do you think God gets sick? No, he doesn't. You think Jesus got sick when he was in his ministry? No, he took away sickness. No, God is not up in heaven fighting a cold. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? No, no, he doesn't get sick. Sickness has no part of God. Why? He's perfect. He's immune. And if God is in us, guess what? We're immune. Can, can I get an amen in the crowd today? So, so he says, besides me, there is no God. And who can proclaim as I do? Then let him declare it and set it in order for me. Since I appointed the ancient people and the things that are coming and shall come, let them show these to them. Do not fear nor be afraid. I have not 
told you from that time and declare it. You are my witnesses. There, th- is there a God besides me? With a question mark. Indeed, there is no other rock. I know not one. Ooh, I love that. God is bold. He just declares it like it is. Uh, and you know what? As God people, we might need to get bold and get out of some timidity. We might need to declare some things like God declares some things. We might need to get bold about our faith. Do I have any bold people in the house this morning? Do I have any bold people watching online today? Do I have anybody declaring that God's power is greater than the devil's power? I'm declaring boldness this morning. Amen. Do you have faith that God can do a miracle when you can't even feel God? Yes, you must have faith. When Jesus departed, Matthew 9, 27 to 30, when Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out, saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said to him, do you believe that I am able to do this? Notice that. Then they said to, they said, yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes. Jesus touched their eyes. According to your faith, let it be done unto you. And their eyes were open. And Jesus sternly warned them saying, see that no one knows it. So we see that, that their faith accessed the grace of God. We must believe In spite of what it looks like, we must believe and receive a now miracle. In other words, God can do a miracle today. Maybe you're maybe you're watching online. Maybe you're not a part of this church. Maybe you're infected with the coronavirus. God can do a miracle and set you free from it and bring you through it like 97 percent of the people that get it. Glory to God. Say, I'm receiving my miracle today. Amen. So we must believe we must have a now faith. Glory to God. In Hebrews 11, 1, 3, I'm winding up. It says in Hebrews 11, 1, 3, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Amen. The evidence of things not seen seen. Amen. And it says here, drop down for by it, the elders obtain a good testimony by faith. We understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. What am I saying to you today? I'm saying that the unseen realm, the spiritual realm, God's a spirit. We worship him in spirit and in truth. And the spirit realm is more real than the natural realm we live in today. And the spirit realm will be here longer than the natural realm. Glory to God. And the spirit realm takes precedence over the natural realm. And Jesus said, my words are spirit and they're life to those who find them. And so God's word will change seen things in the natural realm. Do you believe that? Say, I believe that. And so we must have a now faith for a now miracle today. So we do that by now faith is a substance of things hoped for. 
envisioned for. You must see yourself healthy. You must see yourself whole. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Uh, he said, believe first and then receive second. Uh, are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? You believe that you have it before you get it. Oh, man, I'm preaching today. What, Pastor? I thought I had to wait until I get it. Then I could proclaim that I'm healed. No, you say it first and then you receive it second. Believe that you have received. See, what the problem is for us that's not receiving our healing is because we're not believing that we have our healing yet. We're waiting for a manifestation of God to move, for a symptom to go. But no, 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 no. You must believe first and you receive second. Okay, can I back this up? Can I back this up this morning? Can I give you a little story of how Jesus made it work in his day? Let's look at Luke 17, 12 through 14. It says, and then he entered a certain village, talking about Jesus, that there met him 10 men who were lepers who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourself to the priests. So it was as they went, they were cleansed. Now, let's look at this story. The 10 leopards were crying out to Jesus, have mercy on us. And Jesus says to them, go show yourself to the priests as an in other words, as an offering that you are healed. The priests would check out people that were sick and 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 they were like the modern day doctors of that day. And they would they would either proclaim you as being healed or sick. They were the ones that were quarantining you. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, the, 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 the you know, they would they were the, the doctors of that day in a sense. So they were the ones that would say you need to be quarantined or you're free and you don't have to be quarantined. And so what did Jesus say? Jesus said, go show yourself a priest uh, as a testimony of your healing. And so if they if they just stood there and waited and did nothing, they would have received nothing. But as they turned and started walking towards the temple, they received their healing. Think about that. And it says, as they went, they were cleansed. Think about that. So, so, so as they started walking towards the temple, because they, they uh, obeyed an instruction from Jesus, they got their healing. See, people come to me and, and I pray for them. And we, you may not have a physical manifestation that, at that point, but as you go, you may be healed. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? In other words, when I pray, the power of God is working in your body to cause a healing and, a, and, and to occur in your body. You believe that today? Now, let me just and I, I'm trying to close this down, man. I, I, I know it's getting a little late. Hang with me. Uh, we if we're going to keep our healing, somebody say keep your healing because the devil will try to come back. And he will try to put a lion symptom on your body, but you cannot accept that package. So sometimes when you get something and then you, then you get a miraculous healing, sometimes the devil will try to come back and put a symptom back on your body. And so uh, so we got to be very careful because the Bible's the, the Bible is very clear that we, we need to be vigilant in our faith. 
And so, so how are we going to uh, keep the disease from coming back once we're healed? We need to testify. In other words, we need to tell people of the miracle that God has done in our life. And the more you talk about it, the more faith that you're going to have in it and the more you're going to walk in the blessing. It says in Revelation 12, 11, they overcame him who the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. In other words, we keep walking in overcoming faith when we testify about the goodness of God. Amen. When Jesus uh, came to the demoniac uh, and set him free of 6,000 demons, uh, the demoniac was now in his right mind. He was fully clothed and he wanted to come with Jesus. And you know what Jesus said to him? Uh, Don't come with me. Go back home and tell everybody what great things God has done for you. Why was Jesus saying that? Because he was cementing. See, the guy that was demon possessed, the demoniac that Jesus set free now had a ministry. You see, your misery will become your ministry. Your test will become your testimony. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? Your mess will become your message. And so whatever the enemy is trying to do in our life, as long as we receive what God wants us to receive, our deliverance, we need to start telling people, I'm delivered. I'm set free. From whom the Son is set free is free indeed. And we must stand firm against lying symptoms. How do we do that? Uh, it says in James, it says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. We submit to God. How do we do that? By speaking God's promises every day about his healing promises in our life. I, I almost speak every day, by Jesus' stripes, I'm healed. I, I like to say that. Say that after me. By Jesus' stripes, I am healed. So as we say these things and meditate on the word of God every day, that no plague should come near our dwelling, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the living church as we start making daily confessions that God is our shepherd and we shall not lack for any good thing. As we make these daily confessions, our faith stays emboldened and it's like a shield that blocks all the fiery missiles of the enemy. Oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? You know, my mom received a healing in church many years ago and she uh, she received a healing and uh, this, she was in the Methodist church and she was going to go for, I, I think, surgery over this. But she knew she was healed in the Methodist church. A, a, a minister was actually ministering on healing. And three, about three days later, the symptoms that she was dealing with came back on her. And the thought came to her from the Holy Spirit, this is of the devil. Now, she didn't have any teaching that that God is good and the devil's bad and that the devil comes to steal, kill and destroy. And Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. She didn't know that it's the devil. That's the one that puts sickness on people. But she, the Holy Spirit said that symptom is of the devil. So what did she do? She likes she likes to play uh, the organ. And she she started. Uh, she took some lessons when she was a kid and um, uh, she uh, she started playing some worship music. 
uh, some, uh, some worship songs on the, on the organ. As she started worshiping God, every symptom left her body. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And I'm saying that you might receive a healing. You might even receive a deliverance from a bad habit. But it doesn't mean that you may not be tempted again. Amen. Yes, you could have some temptations. But what do we do? We resist temptations. We resist the enemy. And what we, we submit to God. How? By speaking his word. We we, we submit to God. We resist the devil. How? By not speaking. Oh my gosh, I got it. I must have, I must never have been healed. No, the healing power of God is working continuously in our bodies. The delivering power of God. You know, we have been delivered from the power of darkness. We have been translated into God's dear son's kingdom of love. We, we need to be confessing these scriptures on a daily basis until our heart takes hold of it and we truly believe it. And then we'll become that bold church that God called us to be. Did you receive it this morning? Praise God. God is so good. Maybe some of you are watching now. And, and this is a time that we're going to uh, uh, receive tithes and offerings. Before I, I do that, I, I want to pray for you. I want to pray a prayer for you uh, while you're watching. And I believe that the power of God can go through your phone, can go through your computer screen. Perhaps you're watching it on TV, YouTube, can go through your that TV set and heal your body. If you're suffering with anything, not just the coronavirus, maybe you're suffering with allergies. God can heal your allergies. Maybe you're suffering with a headache. God can heal a headache. Maybe you're dealing with a backache or, a, or whatever. God has the power to heal you. So I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to, I'm going to believe that God's going to invade your life and he's going to do a miracle. Father God, I thank you for those that are watching Online and those that, that are dealing with, with any type of sickness. And Jesus, you came to set the captives free. So I'm standing in agreement and praying for their deliverance. Father, I'm praying, Father God, and standing in agreement in the name of Jesus, all lying symptoms has to leave their bodies in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father God, for a miraculous miracle in the lives of those that need it today. And I thank you for giving it to them. Thank you that the power of God is moving forth as your word says that you sent your word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. And Father, I thank you that your word is going forth through the airways and healing and delivering and setting people free. And they're getting their miracles today in Jesus name. And we all say, Amen. Amen. Praise God. Maybe you're here and you're watching online uh, and you've never made a, uh, a commitment to God. You've never asked Jesus to come into your life. Or maybe you're a Christian and you're not walking, in, you're wa- you're not walking with Christ like you need to. Well, today's the day of salvation. You need to get back in that place with God. And so I want to lead you in a prayer that will help you get back in that place. And, and I believe as you as you call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. Amen. Say this out, out loud and mean in your heart. Say, dear God, I believe Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification. 
Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior, my healer and my miracle worker. And I thank you for saving me today. And today I'm turning my back on sin and darkness and I'm turning fully to you, Lord Jesus. And Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 1030 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.